Hello, welcome back to A Blast with the Past, and this will be our last podcast episode for this year. Hi, I'm Kevin Chow. Hi, I'm Anthony Cruz. I'm Camila San Juan. And I'm Mateo. So by the end of Things Fall Apart, the British really managed to take full control over the Igbo people, or almost full control at least. Um, I think that one way they were really able to do this was by starting with their religion first and converting people. That really helped like slowly um, for them to take control gradually. I agree with Camila. At first, like the British had like different beliefs mm-hmm. with on the Igbo, like compared to the Igbo people. Like the Igbo people believed that like twins were evil and stuff. But the British didn't, so the British like let the Igbo people keep their twins. Right at the at first, yeah, at first they were kind of soft in the fact that they weren't pushing their religion on them, and I think that's one of the key things that they used to colonize the Igbo mm-hmm. people, and they slowly kind of built it up until they had a, many churches and they had a government system that they can force their ways on. I also agree with Kevin Chung because at first, like, it started out like it wasn't really nothing huge, but now, like, it, but now it grew on them and it really went far with the religion. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, so when Okonko says the white man is very clever, I think that's what he's referring to. How like the um, British just started like softly and like pretended like they were going to. Let them let the Igbo people keep doing what they're doing, and then right away they were able to take action. And like after the religion, they were able to input their government on them, and they just like swooped right in there. So yeah, I agree with you. Really fast. Yeah, in other words, they just took advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so besides the British just taking over and swooping in to the British society, they also changed many of the society's values. Right, and one of the biggest ones was the religion. Yes, the religion was one of the biggest values the Igbo pe- people had in their culture because they believed in gods that it would help them and if they upset the gods or did anything wrong against their culture, they would die or like sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. And for example, one thing that changed a lot in, the, in their culture was the oracle. And the oracle was called Agboa and the people came... <clears throat> came for came to it and so they can consult the oracle mm-hmm. and also it it provided them with um with information that they can talk to their uh ancestors with yeah so obviously yeah they did stuff like that obviously that shows like how strongly um they cared about their religion and mateo didn't you say that they killed babies and and, you know, they would also even, like, burn down houses and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, like, in the Igbo people, they believe, like, the twins were, like, evil and would bring, like, bad luck to, like, the families. So, to not, like, cause that, they would, like, take them to, like, a forest and leave them there to die. But then the British came and it all changed. Yeah. How did it change exactly, though? Can it? I say it changed in how they, uh, how they, socially interacted with one another. In Igbo culture, they, in the beginning, they would often treat each other with a lot of respect, and they would talk to each other with such value and 
high title mm-hmm. is which they spoke to people even people they they thought as weak and not of high title and in the end after the white men were taking in some of their they call them uh, brothers of our clansmen into their religion they in the end resulted in like kind of respect lost between clansmen and clansmen between uh, their differences and it even said that we liked his brother who was with us before he was foolish but we liked him and in the end they said that they have to fight war with not just the white men but with their brothers that have joined them and kind of shed the blood of clansmen and go against their traditions yeah and let's not forget that the um the British were able to like change their religion in the first place just by like converting them. They converted a lot of people. Um, I think a lot because um, the Igbo already thought their religion was like iffy to begin with. Like some people, like Okwanko's son, was like, uh, "Why are we killing babies?" and and stuff like that. So I think that really helped. Like once the British just started talking about Jesus and and God and how like he's all good and that he loves the people, the Igbo people wanted to feel that, and that's why they were, like, easy to convert. Yeah, it was, um, as the book put it, it was the outcasts and those who really didn't fit into Igbo. Another value that changed was the brotherhood. Like, once the British came in, the Igbo people, like, were, like, planned to kill their own brothers since they, like, betrayed them and left with, like, the British. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like that's one of the values also because before the British came, it was really all about like brother bro- like brotherhood in the clan and how the clans together and how they like go to war together and stuff. And now, at, now at the end of the book, it seems like the clan is like divided into two, which which are like people who didn't like believe in their culture or help any other brotherhood or brother men at all, and people who help the their Igbo people and their culture. So you're saying the, the converts and the non-converts were pretty much divided in the clan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what major event in the end, I think, happened was I remember the uh, destruction of the church when the Igbo and the main Igbo that spoke with much pride said that they... Um, they kind of took in their brothers and that they're they're kind of leaving the, the white men alive, but they want their brothers kind of back. And that's where we see it start to change. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it that's where yeah. it went all downhill. And also, like, the um, the person who keeps calling the meetings in Amorphia, like, I remember he even said, um, if we fight the strangers, we shall hit our brothers and perhaps shed the blood of a clansman. Clansman. But we must do it. Our fathers never dreamed of such a thing, but a white man came. A white man never came to them. So, like that, really shows that they would never have even dreamed of killing their own people because it's such an important, um, important thing to them about being respecting like each other as brothers. Um, but since the white people came, they thought it was okay. I think the. Another value that definitely changed by the end of the book was their physical and mental strength in themselves as a society. Um, I think that the British really was able to instill fear um, inside each of them over time. What do you think, Mateo? 
I think that after the British arrived, the clans and village, it, villages became weaker. They lost their confidence and will, and will to fight. It may be because the white people had so much power and were so intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to add to that and say that when the six leaders were taken in to the, uh, to the prison, the story spread quickly through the villages, as it says, and was added to as it went. And some said that the men had already been taken to Umuru and would be hanged the following day, showing their, their fear for losing their six leaders and how they're, they're kind of like weak without their leaders in a sense. Mm-hmm. I I agree with what Kevin Chung said, but I also want to add on that um, the value that we're talking about, about like physical and mental strength, it was like very well like shown by Akonkwo because because Akonkwo was like he killed the messenger and he that was kind of like a picture to them or to show them that their the village is becoming weak and that he doesn't want them to become weak because the messenger was trying to make um, a speech and he's like no I don't want. I don't listen to that speech. I want to make the speech and tell the village that we should go to war. We shouldn't be afraid to go to war with the white people. Right. I mean, at the beginning of the book, the elders had respected, you know, achievement, but they, as it said, valued physical strength more. Mm-hmm. And when Okonkwo threw Emelinze the cat, he was well respected. And when he came back from his exile, when the Christians had arrived and built their church, it had not been the same. It was and like he was way less revered right and also he Okonko always talked about wanting to go to war and like you know it did say in the book how like uh, um when there was something going on um mafia would go into war right away because they were one of the greatest strongest most powerful villages you know they went to war with um, they almost went to war with Mbaino, they went to war with a psych but now with these white people this is like the only time they didn't go to war so clearly they were intimidated by these white people, um, by the Christians. And, um, you know, I think that the British, uh, with their new technology, what they thought was like metal horses and all that, all those things, and just like how much um, fear, with all the fear they were able to slowly take over. Because since like the Africans never saw it coming, that's really how the... Um, they were able to change. Yeah, it wasn't just the that value, they, right? Of Africans. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't just that they saw it, didn't see it coming. They actually converted many of the people of Igbo culture, the outcasts, as they put them, the yeah. those who had the the tangled hair, very long tangled hair, representing their their kind of outcast behavior and bad luck that they received in the clan, were able to really be easily converted into the Christian culture, and it kind of made it hard for the Igbo clan to really overcome this struggle because they always valued their clans. All right. Uh, how can we describe and analyze the effects of colonization on a society? I'd like to start off by talking about how if this book was written by a white man, like at the end of the book it says that they were going to write a paragraph about Okonkwo and how he was, was a very nuanced guy that had many values and was very honored among his people and hung himself, it really shows that if it was, that he can only write a paragraph because he says you have to leave details out, showing that colonization is not all pro, even in the the white man's culture, uh, but because the stories are written by those who win or the colonizers, the colonized don't really have have a say in what was happening and it really becomes a pro view from other experiences.
Mm-hmm. I agree with Kevin Chung because um, the the effect that they had on um, on the society was like very big, and they wanted to leave out what they did. So when they published the story, the when the white men published the story, it's gonna look like a good thing in their part when actually they affected it in a bad way. I yeah. agree with I agree with Anthony. They seem like the British just wanted to make themselves look good when like they were trying to colonize. But like in reality they were like bad people and were doing evil stuff to like the Africans to like get them to like change their religion and culture. Yeah, from the white man's burden by uh I think it was Conrad. Yeah. Rudy no, it's Kipling. Rudyard Kipling. It states that there that there's many pros and of being a colonizer, showing that they would get to keep the silent and sullen peoples, showing that few fewer colonizer you get to show, share the story and you get your perspective shown they're they're not going to be able to say what what was wrong about what you did or anything you get all the benefits of the economic raise with all their supplies and resources and you get uh, more of an more of anything politically and economically so why do we think okonkwo killed himself i think he decided to kill himself because he noticed that his village wasn't gonna survive, and like his whole culture would be like changed. So he didn't want that to happen. Mhm. Yeah, I agree with you, Mateo. I felt like he couldn't live with the fact that his culture wasn't the same as it was when pre-colonization. Like before, it was everything was great, and now he he feels like everything's falling apart. Like the book title, like things fall apart. Like his whole, like his whole clan is falling apart, and like everything's falling apart. Yeah, even as the speaker was speaking to all the nine villages, talking about fighting the stranger and the brothers of the clansmen, trying to hype them up to do it. When Alconquo killed the messenger, no one else followed in his footsteps and went after the other messengers. They were just shocked, and really, as Camilla said earlier. They're weakened because of all the the changes that their the Christians have made on Igbo culture, and that made it for made it so that way Okonkwo just could, didn't have a culture to come back to when he realized that the white man was taken over. Overall, I've got to say that colonization is really a story about the winners and how the colonizers will get the final say in what is shared with society and who is colonized as well what the stories are passed on mm-hmm. i agree with you kevin i feel like it's causation is mostly about like whoever gets the last laugh which are the white men most of the time because they're the ones doing the colonizing and they get they get to share their part of it and i feel like that's bad because the colonized don't share the part at all what do you think mateo i agree with both of you guys they, the white men, white people just wanted to make them seem good and the Africans bad by showing the British perspective instead of the Africans. And yeah. Yeah, I've got to say that, especially the fact that the white men really took advantage of Igbo culture and how the Igbo weren't going to drive out the white men and their church in the beginning just because of them being there. They 
they found so many reasons not to drive them away and the white men kind of just slowly implemented their their religion and their beliefs on them to the fact where they were colonized already and they couldn't do anything about it mm-hmm. so this has been a blast from the past our final episode speaking about Achebe's Things Fall Apart book and the effects of colonization I'm Kevin Chung I'm Anthony Cruz <laughs> and I'm Mateo